Good day, nerds, and welcome to episode 253 of the Nerd Cantina Show. I'm your host, Ken, joined by my co-host, Steve, and we're going to recap this week's nerd news. We're going to get caught up in some entertainment with our thoughts on Black Adam, some Netflix rumors, video game news, and then jump into some of the important tech topics in NFTs, Elon buying Twitter, and some TikTok. A lot to get to. Let's get started. Calling back all nerds. Nerds! All right, and we are back. What's up? <laughs> 253, the Nerd Cantina's still been uh, been going. It's, it's solely off the back of Megan yeah. and, uh, and and her interviews. It was running on fumes, but but we're we're still here. Um, it's good to hear you know and talk to my brother again. You know, we've been gone for a while. Life has man been beating us in the dome, <laughs> but we're back. The news didn't stop. You know, we got a handful of stories to do some catching up, and uh, you know, we'll be back at it for a little while longer here. And yeah, well, uh, let's let's get into it. We had a big, big movie with The Rock as Black Adam. Everybody was waiting for it. Everybody, you know, this it's been a long time coming. He he announced he was going to play the role like ten years ago. <laughs> you know, and and now we finally have the uh, the production. And uh, what do you think? I didn't see it. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, part of the reason wow. why we were not able to record for the last four weeks is because I wasn't in a normal space in the world where I could see anything or do anything. Uh, and I tried to go see it this last weekend. And you want to know what? Wasn't playing in a single theater around here. Really? Already? Yeah. It's, it's quite odd. It's actually not an already thing, you know. We've said it in the past, I'm in Japan, and they actually haven't started playing it yet. This weekend will be opening week in Japan. Uh, well, I mean, I guess that makes sense. Like, I don't I don't know. Like, the, the foreign releases always, always puzzle me how they do that. Sometimes they come out earlier. Sometimes they come out later. I will say. Well, what's been interesting to me is every Marvel movie has released internationally everywhere. And then this one, it's like a three-week delay, which, I don't know, I guess that just shows the, the importance of like Marvel versus DC yeah, is international. Like, Marvel makes sure that it's it's a worldwide box office numbers all come in at once. And then, uh, yeah, here we are with DC. Not the same strategy. Yeah, not the same, yeah, we could go down uh, that, we could go down that rabbit hole like if we really want to. Um, as far as the movie quality, for me, I you know, I'm glad it exists. <laughs> like, like it wasn't it wasn't a perfect movie but it wasn't it wasn't a bad movie i would equate it to a little bit better than maybe the first wonder woman like i think it was a little more entertaining than the first wonder woman oh really yeah okay you know like it, i mean that's pretty strong the first wonder woman was good yeah you know like it had it, it had some flaws you know it wasn't a perfect movie but it was entertaining um told a decent story introduced a character you know i always i always give the origin stories a little bit of more leeway, you know, because you got to spend in a two and a half hour movie, you got to spend 45 minutes to an hour and 15 just introducing characters, doing character build, character setup, story setup. You know, usually the sequel of any superhero movie is way better because you've already established this character. You just got to do 15 minutes of a villain intro and you could just be off and running 
you know, straight to the entree. Um, yeah. With with the origins, you, you got you got a big appetizer dish you got to finish before you can get to that. Um, so I always give it a little bit of leeway, and you know the the special effects were pretty good. You know, like it's it's I I don't really have many complaints. You know, it just it felt like it it kind of maybe dragged in a few points, or was just maybe you know they the the anti hero didn't sit quite well like you know you're you're supposed to feel bad for him and you're like yeah i don't know there was a decent twist (laughs) with the movie um yeah like i like i said i i'm i'm glad they made it i'm glad it that it it's in the dceu um it's giving signs that they're not going to do a hard reset um it's not it's not on our our uh outline but you know dc did fire their big showrunner and they hired James Gunn and uh the other guy for to to run DCEU and it seems yeah. like with them coming in that they're gonna pick up the scraps of what works and maybe try to work in a new um way of telling these stories without hitting a complete fucking reset on everything which is good yeah i think that's what i'm interested to see when i i do plan to go see it potentially this weekend if I, if i can but uh just how they're going to tie tie everything in and yeah you're right we didn't deliberately plan to talk about it but the, the james gun hire i think is fairly important for for dcu like to to finally pick somebody who's got a little bit of credibility uh who has carried kind of coherent storylines in the past well i i, I uh, can't remember well i can't remember the other guy's name but i'm glad that they got two of them because if it was just james gunn i'd be a little scared because we can't go full peacemaker with the whole dceu you know what i'm saying like <laughs> we can't that is also true we can't, we can't all be guardians of the galaxy yeah, we, peacemaker we can't, we can't we can't go full gun on on some of these stories you know like i don't want to see a campy you know comedic batman movie ever in my life ever you know so just just to to be able to to have another voice in the room that you know will be like no nah, james we can't you know we can't make we can't do bat dance 2.0 <laughs> <laughs> i mean that's true uh, and peter saffron yep there you go the, uh, there you go is the other other guy good job and, I think he said it's a it's a good sign altogether. Um, I will say I did just watch Peacemaker finally. It's, 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 brilliant, it's brilliant, brilliant show. <laughs> Absolutely brilliant. So, oh man. So I'll I'll take more of that anyway uh, than whatever else DC has thrown together. Well, the fact that they hired him on, it's like, thank God we're going to get a season two for sure. You know, they're going to work him into maybe some, some cameos on the movies, you know, like I, I, I'm just in shock that it took you this long to finally get to it. But I, I am now thankful that you mentioned that, 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 like, that, that everything that it was in that movie exists in your brain now. So I'll, I'll take that as a, as a positive. That's funny. But yeah, no. If if you if you if you haven't seen it yet, I would I would definitely recommend a a viewing. If you want to wait till it hits HBO Max, because because that's where all the DCE stuff is going to end up at some point. You know, yep. I I don't blame you. 
You know what I mean? I'm, but I'm always a supporter of the movie theaters. I'm always a supporter of, you know, seeing it with an audience on the like big screen, especially IMAX or Dolby. You know, I, I can't even remember the last time I saw a movie in a regular theater. Um, you know, it's, it definitely has some, some good action and, and, you know, some good side characters. I, I think they did a good, a j- good job of bringing in the JSA because, they added to they did add to the movie. It did he didn't The Rock didn't need to carry this movie on his back. You know, they they did give some good supporting supporting roles and some supporting characters in there. Um so I thought the whole movie pretty much worked pretty well. And if this is where if this is the new kind of like average of DC and we're going to get a couple that are a little worse, but a bunch that might hopefully be a little bit better. I'm I'm all for it. I'm all for it. DC fans deserve it. Yeah, I don't know. There's uh, do we have some we have some big movies coming out here soon. Black Panther next week, we're, son. We're, I was gonna say we're. I was gonna say is it next week or the week after? But yeah, we're we're coming into yeah the Thanksgiving Christmas season. The summer really wasn't a very strong summer movie season. But this winter we got we got some some things coming up here soon. With yeah, Black Panther being the the notable one. I didn't remember exactly the date for it. So. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a bad bad nerd here, uh, but yeah. So I got my got. tickets for next Thursday. I'm gone. Yeah, it's gonna be. I'm looking forward to it. I really, I really think that one's gonna be like. I I hope you know just for Bozeman's sake that they they really do a good job with this franchise. Yeah, and then I don't know. We got Avatar. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which is we're assuming <laughs> it's eventually gonna come out. Like they, whatever they announced the the runtime of it, I think, and it's like fucking intense, man. Like. Is it? No, I didn't even see. Yeah, like I on to the point where I hope they do like an intermission because something like I usually I have like a the bladder of a camel. Like whenever I go golfing with my buddies, I'm like the one dude that isn't peeing in the trees somewhere ever. <laughs> you know, everybody else is you know four or five beers into the game and and they're just off in the woods somewhere while I'm teeing off. And so I'm I'm known as as being able to to cork it for a while. I don't know, man. I, this this is gonna be a two cherry coke. This is gonna be a cherry coke refill in in a bathroom break length movie. I think. Yeah, I had to go go look it up, and it says over three hours. I know. <laughs> like they don't even tell you. Like it's not even like three hours, three and, hours 10 and ten minutes. minutes. You know, like yeah, three hours and eight minutes is is what the press release says. Yeah, that's bro. That's a, that's an intense movie. Yeah, that's aggressive. I don't. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to sit through that. Like, I have to, man. I gotta know. I like that's. It's like one of those oh, things. I have, to know too. I have to know. Like they've been hyping up this Avatar. Like, like, like it's been what twelve years or something. Like some some crazy odd number since the first one, and they got like nine of them planned. Like, yeah. <laughs> like what the fuck? You know, like so. I just I got to see where they're taking this. Like I gotta. Yeah, I I have to do it, you know. So I'm gonna I'm gonna try to try to take go to the bathroom before I go, you know, like a little like a toddler. Like <laughs> everybody, go, everybody <laughs> go to the bathroom before you get in the car. We're going to see a long ass movie, and I'm gonna try not to down that cherry coke too fast. And and I'll, I'm gonna try to make it through. All right. Well, I guess we can just shift over a little to we got a little bit of TV news. Some TV news that I don't know overlaps to some some degree, right? Uh, with The Witcher. Announcing that season four of it is going to have Liam Hemsworth replacing uh, Henry Cavill because the, the assumption is, right, is that he, because he's reprising that role as Superman, he just doesn't have time for so, both, I guess. So there's other theories, though. There are. I was going to say that that's the rumor. That was not confirmed anywhere, I don't think. 
And Henry Cavill really doesn't appreciate that um, because he is such a big fan and he was really hoping that the show was going back to the source material. And upon him finding out uh, about how lightly they take it and how they think that this show is basically just a joke, um, he was like, well, then fucking I'm out. Really? Which I think that's the more likely scenario. Dude is a super nerd. I mean, he's pretty well known for for it. You know, and if you if you thought that, like, you know, as you got the script for season three, and then saw that the script is just totally butchering this this game that you love to play and this this you know lore that you 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 really enjoyed. You know, if your contract is up, like, why would you? Why would you sign on for season four? You know, like there's a big petition right now to keep them back and fire the writers. Like, and that's a big sign that that's the reason why also. Yeah, it's absolutely possible. There's so many things that this could be, right? It's also known that Netflix, these people don't pay big for these kind of shows. And Henry Cavill is pretty much about as big as you're going to get, you know, in in some regards when it comes to this type of, uh, you know, Casting superhero type casting and stuff like that. Yeah, He's I mean they did get, paid get more they to be Superman. B team Helmsworth, you know. So like here, you got you got the you got the discounted Helmsworth coming in. <laughs> like, yep. So you, you, it could be a budgetary issue. It, it could it could be a combination of many things, right? That he's he's got bigger roles to play, like Superman. He's got you know his name's always tossed in on like whether he's going to get his own like movies and stuff like that. Playing Sherlock Holmes, following like he likes playing that character from Enola Holmes and maybe he's talked about doing stuff like that he's talk- he's been talked about in like so many different type of, types of roles that are long-term things and maybe it's just like ah enough's enough yeah like I think dude does a really good job of picking and choosing his roles I, I wasn't initially a big cable fan when he first got introduced as Superman um yeah, I thought it, it was all right, but as as his career has gone by, you know the way he handles his career and, and the way he presents himself, I really have a lot of respect for for what he does. So, especially if this was his choice to be like, nah, I'm out. Like, I'm I'm a ride with with Henry, man. Are you excited to see him do Superman again? Yeah, you know, I can't I can't picture anybody who's going to do it better. To tell you the truth, no, I I just think you know it's the. Everybody talked about whether DCU is going to hit the reset button, right? It's it's more of that. I guess not. Like, <laughs> let's let's see what happens. Yeah, I mean, like, and and Superman is really the glue that holds the DCEU together. If you don't have a strong Superman, you don't have a DCEU. Right, but if he's staying the Superman, right? Does that mean we get more Batfleck? Does that mean James Gunn is just going to bring? Could be Pattinson. It, it could be. You know, those are the, the kind of the, the weird things. If you're going to keep that Superman, you're not going to reset that. You're going to keep the DCU going. I honestly, which, I honestly, which I wouldn't of mind. Which characters are you keeping? I wouldn't mind if they just made that uh, Pattinson Batman more towards like the Joaquin Phoenix Joker universe, separate from everything, and they they bring in a new one. You know, like because I'm not a huge Batfleck fan. Um, especially because Batfleck's more of like Dark Knight and that's supposed to be old Batman. And if we're going to go on a, you know, MC, you know, MCU type run, 20 fucking movies, 20 fucking years kind of thing, you can't be riding with fucking Batfleck, bro. You kind of, like, <laughs> you kind of, you kind of gave me a little bit of youth in there, you know, so, so we could carry it, you know, cause I don't want to see if they're going to, if they're, if they're going to go Batfleck, then you know, at some point Batman's dying. 
Yep. You know, it, but if they go with a young, younger role, then you know they're going to carry Batman on for for a while, which I hope they do. You know, they, there's so much potential in the DCEU, like in, and I'm hoping that everybody can figure out a way to to kind of like bring everything into a cohesive fucking storyline. So, like, you know, I don't think I don't think. Cavill signs back on as Superman unless he has faith that we're not going to Snyder verse the fuck out of everything and and yeah like I I'm 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 optimistic towards the future of the DCEU. Good for you. <laughs> let's see how this plays out. All right, let's get into some video games. Let's yeah, let's talk some video games. Really, I just put any article in there, you know. But Overwatch Two, it, it came out. Man, it exists. Immediately had like the DDoS attack that like shut it down you for a couple days. Savage bastards. <laughs> you yeah. Savage fucking bastards. Then they had to pull some characters out because of glitches. I think right now we still you still can't play as May. Yeah, uh, but, but they, see, they I'm not like May. a lot of people are upset about that, like because they didn't do a big enough beta test or whatever. It's like, man, you can't like all this shit costs money. Like, I I think the video game fans are just really like they have such high expectations. I mean, and some of their gripes are 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 valid. I'm not going to say that the the gaming community is is you know batting a thousand. But like, okay, guys, they put the video game out. It's free to fucking play. You don't have to pay a goddamn dollar. So they, so they, they drop the price by a hundred percent for you. You know <laughs> what I mean? So like, if they got to remove a couple characters every once in a while because they're realizing as the mass audience is playing it, they're like, oh shit, we didn't see this coming. <laughs> you got to let them do it. Yeah, I've I've only gotten a couple games in on it uh, so far. It's Overwatch one, but two, right? Like, well, they did they little, did go from six v six to five v five. It does right. add a little bit of a different strategy to it because you only have one tank now, you know. So the tank role is is pretty important as to who who does that. Um, it's it's fucked with the queue time because nobody wants to play support. So fucking, <laughs> you just have you know long ass queues. If you're if you're an only damage player, like you go make a sandwich every time you queue up for a game. <laughs> like just go ahead. Yeah, I've pretty much played the game exclusively as support because I'm not willing to wait. So I just put myself in the in the open role, and naturally I get support. Yep, immediately, immediately, every time. <laughs> <laughs> um, I do like the some of the new game strategies. You know the uh, the pushing that robot games you know they 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 got a little bit of overwatch one in there they they threw some new stuff in i me i'm pleased i was always an overwatch fan you know is it a perfect game yet no but like i said it's it's fucking free to play they're they're going with the popular model of battle passes and you know um i i just like you a lot of people are mad about it but it's like they're they're just, they're just trying to keep up with what's profitable in the gaming industry like it, they knew that if they charged 70 bucks for this game they were not going to get the amount of people to play it to to have a thriving community you know so like they they went with the same model as is fucking everybody else and you know i don't i don't blame them at all no so far i i think it's it's good it seems to be a smart play seems to like it's still for whatever complaints people have, uh, there's still a lot of players on it. And like you said, really, that's that was their model was to get as many people into the game as possible, sell their battle passes or whatever else, have their leagues, and continue to to like build on that and be more of a 
of a viral type thing and the, the 5v5 it, it it works like there's there's really people complain about anything like i said yeah. the, the fact that they made it made it a free-to-play game was was big for me because i didn't know if i was going to drop 70 dollars just for a you may a not have known but i knew you weren't going to drop 70 fucking dollars <laughs> right <laughs> let's be honest here <laughs> i knew you were buying that fucking game if it wasn't free to play that's right that's right um <laughs> all right well, speaking about money, I'm not going to drop. PlayStation VR 2 uh, just announced that it's going to come out and uh, released its price. And it's more, yeah, it's more than a PS5. <laughs> <laughs> but I, so are you you getting in line for this? Yeah, 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 I am. Yeah, I'm going to buy it. Like, Really? Yeah, I got it. So oh, so I goodness. this is my first toe dip into the VR. I don't have an Oculus. I didn't have the VR one. I basically bought the PS5 just to play God of War and start to to fuck with virtual reality like we are we are starting to get close to an age where vr is going to you know take over kind of like everyday life you know you already have uh the ufc offering like vr tickets to ufc events where you could just put on the headset and your ringside and you know i've there's the metaverse is getting to the point where you can you can go and and see a movie with all your buddies, you know, in in a VR movie theater and and sit in a theater and throw popcorn at each other in a virtual reality setting. And like, if we're going Ready Player One, I gotta fucking see what that be about. Like, I, I really I do, and this is this is my way of doing it. I don't want to build a fucking just buy the VR two from PlayStation from from the you know the specs and all the hype from before like this is going to be a really dope vr set so yeah man here's my 600 give me my shit i'm gonna i'm gonna fucking be iron man and do all (laughs) kinds of fucking you know like whatever shit that's involved i'm down you know i got i I got kids that are getting older that are gonna think it's pretty cool like i'm looking forward to to my daughter throwing on a VR well, headset. And- of course, kids are going to think it's cool. We we thought lots of stupid shit was cool when we were kids. Uh, <laughs> I still need it. I, I definitely want to see more from VR before I'm willing to spend money. Like, I'm not going to pay money to be your beta tester. Uh, yeah, but are we really like, in I, beta I, still anymore? I mean, I remember going to Navy Pier when we were, like, kids and playing those, those like, BattleBot games. In, in VR, you know, like we're talking like 90 fucking three, 92, you know, yeah, like, just, like VR has been around VR. for a while. Yeah, but I want to do VR when it's it's more than like a, a, a lightsaber version of Dance Dance Revolution and some boxing games. See, I and, think, and call I that think huge. VR 2 for PlayStation is going to be the next evolution, you know, with this and, and, the Iron Man game they're hyping, the, uh, you know, like. I, and, and I want access to to the community, you know, like I want to there, there's going to be a time where the 50 yard line seat at every fucking stadium is some crazy ass globe like camera. And I, I'm i not going to watch the Bears games on Fox anymore. I'm going to put on my VR headset. And I'm going to be at the game. I'm going to be at the game. You know, and, and if you and Callie or, or wherever the fuck you end up landing, you know, when when you get your headset, you want to be go to the game together. We go to the game together. You know what I'm saying? Like, Maybe. I'm I'm down with that concerts. You know, instead of paying one hundred and fucking eighty bucks to go see your favorite band at the venue. Now you could pay maybe 60 bucks and have a, you know, a fifth row seat 
and 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 see that same concert that everybody else like i'm i'm excited for the opportunities like that and as that comes to fruition i want to be able to to experience it i want to i want to be you know we do host a tech show somebody's got to fucking let everybody know about it i'm looking forward to your review I'm, I'm glad that you're <laughs> you're gonna get it, and I'll come visit someday, and I'll play. Uh, uh, like, I just accept. I, I, I need to see more from it. I love the videos of like all the old people putting it on and like diving face first into their TVs and shit. Like, yeah, like we need more of that in our lives. <laughs> like, I want to see a grandma standing on like a you know a broomstick, thinking she's actually walking an I beam, and and just like, bro, those videos have me dying all the time. There's something about the human brain that when you immerse yourself in like that, it's it's intense. I when when I was working at the nightclub, the industry, you know, so all the bouncers, bartenders, bar owners, and everything, we would rent out an entire hotel and throw a giant ass like movie-esque party i'm 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 no lying like talking movie-esque party like donkeys in hotel rooms and shit like in fucking sane (laughs) okay so one of the rooms at the party was a vr room you you could walk one of the dudes that that rented one of the rooms set up like this big VR experience, and I remember putting that on a few years ago. And even then, man, he had like this underwater one, and it, like it was so so realistic and so immersive, you know. And that was I, that was based on old tech, you know. This is all going to be new, and yeah, man, I'm 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 here for it. I'm here for it. Well, looking forward to hearing about it in February or March, whenever. Whenever you end up getting yours. February. And, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm February. I'll have day one. All right. Let's see. But until then. I do like how they t- they timed us out for tax season, though, too. Because you know everybody's getting them, them government checks and going straight to the VR, too. It's not a bad strategy. No, it's not. It's not. It's really not. <laughs> like, fuck that holiday release, that November release. You really said shit in February. So everybody hurries yeah. up and goes to that fucking TurboTax or that fucking whatever. Get, get your return and go right to the motherfucking Amazon or Best Buy, wherever the fuck you go. It's genius. Yeah, not, not a bad strategy. Not a bad at all. All right, let's uh, let's talk over a couple tech topics here before we close out our, our comeback show. And first one, as it normally is, let's let's talk a little uh, NFTs, which really there's always stuff going on. But there's just one interesting thing that I wanted to, to bring up, and it was uh, Apple banning NFTs for for apps or using like NFTs for membership or access into certain apps and stuff like that. And uh, it just goes to show like. Apple is not going to lose their stranglehold on on the Apple marketplace ever. Like the App Store is their baby, and if you're not paying them their thirty percent, which they can't get from an NFT sale, and if you use like a token gated app, which there are several, Apple doesn't let you do it anymore. You got to get an Android if you want the the, the to be a, a true degen. You've got to have an Android. Yeah, um, I'm not going to lie. This whole time we've been on hiatus, I've been picturing you. As a scruffy, dirty American walking the streets of Japan, just asking everybody, "Hey man, hey man, you you own any NFTs? I need I need to talk about NFTs." Like, 
<laughs> you know about NFTs, man? Like the, the you DGen, you DGen? Because <laughs> we haven't we haven't had a crypto or NFT conversation in a long time, and I I, I I was wondering if you are all right. <laughs> I made it. I made it. Um, I, I I think it's it's a good thing that. <laughs> Everything's down. Nobody, nobody gives a shit about NFTs right now or crypto. Everybody's just put their head down and pretending like they didn't lose a ton of money from last summer. Yeah. I um, didn't. I didn't buy a ten thousand dollar monkey. I know that didn't happen. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's just pretending like they didn't get swept up in it last summer and then blow a lot of money uh, because nobody cares about NFTs right now. Uh, but the technology is still. Uh, it, it's still there. It's still interesting to me. And, you know, again, using using NFTs as a membership pass, as a way to access communities and access items and stuff like that. That's that's what I've always been interested about NFTs is not like the, the pictures and everything else, but yeah. like what what NFTs can do towards verified That's, that's like the ownership. downside, I think, of of like what, what the average person knows about the DGen community is they think it's like that NFTs are just the PFP craze, right? Like that's what yeah, that's what they, everybody thinks that NFTs are, and they don't realize that that it that's just the tip of the iceberg. That's what got like the world introduced to them. But as moving forward, as we said, like man, Fortnite skins are going to be NFTs eventually. Like every the 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 amount of money and and the access you could provide to to people by tying um ownership to these things because we talk about it all the time but with video games and stuff you don't own shit anymore you're leasing all this stuff from these yeah. from these creators you know the minute um video games and, and other things go the route of nfts when you buy a skin or nfts when you get this this new gun you know and make it tradable and and monetize it you know that's that's going to change the game man like it's a, it's going to be a new revenue stream so you're going to have you know it it could benefit the video game community just like how you have free access to Overwatch 2 you know so guys that I don't give a fuck about a skin I just want to be able to play the game with my buddies you could play the free version but if you want that costume and you want all the the bells and whistles that come with the game you can you can buy NFTs but at the end, when you get tired of that game and you have a rare skin, you could sell or trade that to some other new player that just came in. And, you know, yep. the, the video game company makes money on the back end. You feel like you don't you didn't waste a bunch of money on, a, you know, a five dollar skin that, that you're going to wear for two months while you play this game. And then when you don't play the game anymore, it's just like five dollars you burned. You know, there's there's a lot of a lot of utility with with this and. Like you said, it is funny to see Apple fighting it because, like, go ahead, pal, keep fighting it. it you know, eventually, it's going to, I think, hurt them in in the fact that you know, I think I think Fortnite proved that these video game companies aren't afraid of Apple. There's more money in video games than people are are even aware of. And when when the war starts, man, Apple better gun the fuck up. Yeah, but you know, people still have to care about Apple, especially if you're if you're a small company. And like you talk about, there's lots of things you can do. Even let's continue with the video game analogy. But like, yeah, like Fortnite and their battle passes and season passes and stuff. Well, what if they had a lifetime pass that was an NFT? And if when you were done with it, you could sell it to somebody else. So maybe that like you can transfer those things. The NFT is what verifies well, that you and, own this and pass. Let's, right? Let's keep going and down now, this rabbit hole. You if know, if you did if you did that, 
Apple's not going to let you be able to play it anymore. Well, so well, Fortnite, maybe, got it, didn't care about Apple. Maybe but what the GameStop, next game probably does. Maybe GameStop was genius because we did a story where GameStop is starting in an NFT marketplace. Yeah, we, they, they already did. They opened up their NFT market. You know market. what? And maybe they did that for the day that NFT skins and in, in games go NFT route. So instead of buying your fucking disc for fucking 99 cents and selling it for 15 bucks they're gonna buy your nft off you for 99 cents and then sell it for 15 bucks to somebody else and it's the same really concept right you could buy a digital game or you buy the license to a digital game and that license is attached to a token and then you you can sell it and it yeah, that would require the games to put a cap if, on how if many that's they can sell. The way, if that's right? the way this all but. goes, and GameStop pivots into the digital version of their their model, their old model, they're fucking <laughs> geniuses, man. I will, I will. They're fucking geniuses because even when we first saw the story, we we're like, "What the fuck are you doing, GameStop?" They're if if they're playing the long play of a five to ten year fucking transition to NFT based digital gaming then they're fucking they're geniuses man like i i i I have to give them credit like that's 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 insane for them to see that and and take all that stonk money and double down on the future (laughs) yeah but but you see there's going to be some some big uh, pushback from from apple there's gonna be pushback from other places too they're going to look at it as a matter that you know you're you're going to build on Apple oh, devices yeah. or use Apple devices, but that token is going to get bought in a marketplace somewhere else that's not Apple. They're not going to get their share. They're not going to get their cut anymore. Uh, it, so well, it, it so to me, it's like it's model. a bunch of white-haired CEO, CEOs that really are just going to fight this. And like GameStop's got the fucking Bonitis guy from Futurama running things, and he's just ready to fucking go all in, you know. But you got you got companies like Apple that are just ran by very old school thought process people that just want to put a stranglehold on on that 30 percent you know eventually i think they're gonna have to they're gonna lose this one in the long run they're, they they might delay the process and they might win a few battles but i do believe eventually they're gonna lose the war i, I think they'll eventually cave uh but you know more more to see in that but as of right now yeah if you were a new company building and trying to integrate your app you know having offering some kind of membership service or some kind of thing uh, and your memberships were going to be purchased on the blockchain you now have to rethink your plan uh, because your membership service can't be offered in the app store anymore yep so we'll uh, we'll, we'll see how this kind of shakes things up and uh, and if Apple comes off of that because I, I think this this decision will absolutely slow down the growth in in a lot of areas that I knew that I know there are companies and there are, are startups that are trying to integrate membership via tokenization and this put a halt to a lot of them because they were mobile-based applications or yep. uh, you know yep. services that they wanted available on the phones all right we got 20 minutes two stories that you know we're going to be talking about so let's let's see <laughs> let's see if we can get our all our points out in a, a 10 minute each segment for these last say, last two the, stories the, the first one i think is is the the brunt of it the last one last one's fucked up though quick. last it one's is, fucked though. up but <laughs> but let's go the the first one is elon did it like <laughs> we've been out for a bit <laughs> it was it was will he won't he oh he's suing him nope he's nope. getting sued <laughs> he's going back and forth and then all of a sudden it was like I am the CEO now. <laughs> like this, this, this whole drama has been great. Like I, I love it. Like so many people are like all for it. So many people are so butthurt, so butthurt. It's not even funny, you know. And and 
Elon being king of the trolls, like I, I just yeah. When when it finally went through, and he was just like, "Look, like I am the captain now." You know, like, yeah, he, it, he, went, he went full. He went full in on it, man. Fired the execs day one, like right when he walked in the building. Said, "Pack your shit." Like this is, and supposedly he fired the execs, and all the people he fired is he. he <laughs> this is you know being just like kind of reported on uh, on various outlets, but who knows what's true? But that he fired them for cause, yeah, like for in cause. Their letters, he fired them for cause. So which, so he could fight them on their like, on their severance packages. He was, yeah, he wasn't even the CEO like before this. Like he doesn't even know what the cause is, but he's just saying Twitter sucks. This is your guys' fault. <laughs> <laughs> you go. <laughs> You know, and like you, the the second he walked in, you had blue check mark people talking about you know defecting and leaving before he ever did anything, before he ever changed anything about it. Just the fact that he owned it, you had a lot of people running, you know, and saying, "Oh, Twitter's dead. We're leaving." You know, it's it's been what a week since he since he's kind of walked in that office. Not even, yeah. You know, like I I. <laughs> I, I'm 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 ready for this roller coaster ride. I, I really am. You know the uh, you know the the story that we have up. You know isn't it's it's from a few days ago. He's already kind of changed this uh, this model, but you know he wants to start charging people for the verification check mark, which I'm all for. You know he started it. It was floated at twenty per month. I think it's got gotten down to eight now. I think it's going to be eight bucks a month if you want to keep your blue check. And to me. I think that's a great model. Like if blue check means something, right? Like if you have a blue check mark, it makes you fucking feel special. You feel like you're a somebody. It has a value. People people try for months and years to get big enough at Twitter to get that blue check mark. So it has a monetary value, right? It does now. And I think the argument is if you just give it to everybody who pays for Twitter blue, then the check mark doesn't have value, which it did have value. It, it had value both in like a monetary lo- way where you can make money off of Twitter and you have a, a big enough following, but it also had value in a trustworthy way, right? That that person was was the verified person behind that account. It wasn't going to scam you if you were getting messages from that person or whatever. Well, I, so I do like that aspect of it that that now the blue check mark doesn't mean that you're just a somebody. It now means it will now mean that you are who you say you are, which I think is a very important step towards the future of the internet period is the, I think the, what makes the internet a cesspool of bullshit at times is the anonymity is the fact that I can go on and, and change my name and change my gender and change everything about me and go and shit post all over the fucking internet and, and just be the, the worst version of a human being I possibly could be. And I'll never have to be accountable. I'll never have to fucking own up to it. And, and, you know, like I think that is the worst part of the internet. You know, so if he's trying to create a a Twitter where that kind of goes away, I'm I'm okay with that. Am I gonna pay the eight dollars for a blue check mark? Not a chance. Not a chance. Whoever follows me on Twitter is just gonna have to assume that's really me. 
Like, sorry, sorry <laughs> about it. Like, I, I like that's that's me. If you don't believe it, all right, cool. Uh, don't follow me. That's fine. Like, I am not. I'm not going to go eight dollars a month in for for the blue check mark. But if you're a journalist, if you're a corporate account, if you're all of these things of, of these people who have a blue check mark and make money from having that blue check mark, you could pony up the fucking eight dollars and write it off in your fucking taxes. Like, it's not that big of a fucking deal. I mean, I agree. Eight dollars a month. The the people who are throwing a fit about it. Some of them, it, it's laughable, right? That the people are talking about it. But I, I get that people are fighting about it in principle. Everybody wants to believe like these millionaire celebrities are are arguing over eight dollars. They're not. They're to some degree arguing over the principle of it. That the blue check mark was always a service that Twitter provided that was free. To just say, hey, this account is big enough to where it can scam people. This account is big enough to where it's influential. We want to make sure that there's trust behind that person. And as a service, that was a good idea from Twitter from the onset. Well, it's gotten to a point where it was it, it was scammable. Like there was a way to get yourself to a blue check mark through just some clever marketing, follow campaigns, bot campaigns, and then you can get yourself to a blue check mark. So that it it lost a little bit of its trustworthiness, but it still was a service that was ultimately good. There are a lot of things in our lives that started off as free that ended up having to be paid for and just stayed that way. Like, I mean, toll booths, toll booths were supposed to go away. <laughs> like when, when in the seventies, when they first said, Hey, we're going to upgrade this highway, but we're going to need a little bit of extra money. We're going to put this booth here and everyone's going to throw in 40 cents. And as soon as the highway is paid for, we're going to take it away. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Yeah. How'd that go? <laughs> how, how'd that work out for everybody you know and I, I i get that that toll booth wasn't already valued at 44 billion dollars and making a billion dollars a year in ad sales and everything else that already has a monetary stream the eight dollars a month is not going to be a significant portion of of the the monetary plan for twitter uh, so I get it. Like I said, people are arguing on it well, on so, principle it's so, that this, that this I, was like attack against the blue check marks. But I really don't. Not, I really don't believe that they're arguing about it on principle. Like in in my attempt to try to still stay a political, you think they actually are arguing about eight dollars. No, I think they're arguing. I think they're arguing over anything that he's trying to institute with Twitter because they hate the fact that he owns it and the fact that Twitter is now not going to be a one-sided political leaning mouthpiece and this is what they're hanging their hat on so so i think that anything that he would institute at this point you're going to have a big backlash from just because twitter is the place where they go to cry and he's going to change their big fucking crybaby party and this is the first thing that is coming out of the gate that he wants to do to try to make it a profitable company again. So people are fighting it. No, it's not about the $8. I don't even think it's about the verification changing. I think it's about bad man owned Twitter, me no like, wah, 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 wah. Yeah, I mean, it's possible. But, uh, and it, it's, there's, I'm sure, a lot of that that's going on. I like to look at the, 
arguments and the counterpoints that have merit and the ones that do are the the ones that I've talked about here in this conversation. And I think that there is merit behind it. Like, I think there is, like, for everybody who just thinks, like, oh, everybody shut up. He's, he's just trying to make money for his company. He's being more profitable. It's like, well, is he? I, I don't think the $8 per month is going to make them more or less profitable. It's not a part of the monetary thing. I think he's really doing it partly just to change things, right? And he's just going to see what sticks, which is fine. Uh, but the complaints coming from people, some of them are valid. I do I, think like it's a way. I, I do think it's valid. a way to get rid of the bots, though. I think I think because the bots issue was always a problem, even when he was trying to acquire it. It was the the key issue of him backing, trying to back out of the sale. So now that he's in it, he realizes he has a big bot issue to clean up. And what's a good way to get rid of a bunch of bots, man? If you charge them for it. You know, they're like, what Russian is going to pay $8 for his 500 Twitter accounts? You know what I'm saying? That that spread all the bullshit all over Twitter and, and cause... Yeah, it, it, I, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. I'm, I'm very curious. You know, he, he, he wanted to buy Twitter because it's the open town hall square, right? It's the open format. He wanted to keep it open. But then even a part of him saying, hey, he's going to charge for Twitter blue to, to get people their check marks and stuff like that. But then also when they pay their Twitter blue and they pay for their $8, not only do they get their check marks, but they also get priority and replies. They get bumped up on uh, what people see as replies. Stuff like that. So it's his open town hall of free speech is also a bit of a pay to play to, to have your, your tweets read. Uh, and in front well, of people there, things. Like, so so I want to say, it. I want to say that the algorithm already did that. And it already, it already bumped up blue check. Marks. And they were, yes. and they were so, so in his eyes, they were giving away their best asset for free. Maybe, but you're also then now letting people pay that that maybe again bot accounts, spam accounts, <laughs> just troll accounts that it can pay the eight dollars per month to also then compete at the same level as the Associated Press and compete at the same level of these these blue checkmark things that used to mean something as far as credibility. And that was just whoever wants to th- throw the money. So now it's just a pay to play. I think, I think that was issue. already going on. And if it's going to go on in their eyes, they should at least be profiting from it. Like if, if you know, like Twitter is going to survive and all this is going to survive, they have to be able to bring in income, you know, and the things I don't think... I don't think the $8 or not is is helping or hurting that. I think that that's going to go on either way. It's, it already is going on in the free version. If it continues to go on in the $8 version, you know, so be it. But at least Twitter becomes more profitable in the process. And then they can tweak it to try to curb, you know, curb more. Honestly, I think you should, you know, you have to... You have to scan your license to get a gambling account or a fucking crypto account on on your phones, you know, nowadays. Like I think Twitter should get to the point where you gotta scan your fucking license to to verify your your uh your account. Like so even if you pay the eight bucks, pay the eight bucks, take a picture of the front and back of your license, submit it, you get your blue check mark. I don't think that's gonna happen, but I get it. Like KYC your your way into it. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Either way. And, and, we went over ten minutes for this topic, and I, I so. do I do believe like a lot of it is is the political part of it. Like I mean, it is you can call it speculation, you can call it whatever you want, but it is pretty known of the the leanings of the execs of Twitter. It is widely known of the stories they have censored. It is widely known of their 
political and and you know their their motivations behind what they did before within the first week of Elon owning it he's already fact checking the the you the white house's fucking tweets and in the white house is already deleting tweets you know like and and I truly believe that he's that this isn't going to happen in just a uh democratic owned house senate and and uh, executive branch. I believe that if he was to buy it when when Trump was in, he'd have been fact checking the shit out of him too. You know, I I really don't believe his motives are are against only one political party. I believe that he has a certain you know kind of ethical or moral goal in in running this, and it just so happens that you know the administration that we have is the first one that he does is, can do it to because that's who's in power now. But I do like the fact that we are going to get to a more centered based. You know, the, the 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 bias at these companies needed to to go, and I think the fear is is that with Elon, he's a very right leaning kind of person and now Twitter's going to go from very left leaning to very right leaning to whereas I honestly believe I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt and I think we're going to get more towards a center based platform and we're going to call everybody's bullshit well that, that's that's what you got to hope for is uh the, the direction that it's going to go if uh, if any good's going to come about it that's what you got to hope it is other than just the greatness of of him just trolling people. Yeah, I'm as, I'm as the I'm, CEO I'm optimistic. Or as the head of it. Worst now. case, the richest man in the world loses forty billion, and I'm not going to feel can feel bad for him either. You know what I'm nope. saying? Like, like I'm going to stay optimistic and hope hope that this goes the way of of you know bettering society. And if not, if it turns into a shit show cesspool, then people leave, Twitter dies, and the richest man in the world loses forty four billion, and he can QQ somewhere else. I don't give a shit. All right. Next topic, less controversial. We'll we won't have to debate on this one. This was just an outright bad, uh, which is. Uh, TikTok, one of our favorite things to talk about here, is uh, their their parent company. This was this came out a couple of weeks ago, about two weeks ago. Uh, but the parent company ByteDance had planned to use uh, TikTok and the app data that it collects to monitor the actual physical location of specific American citizens, like it was targeting specific individuals uh, as a test and tracking individuals back to to ByteDance, which again is the parent company, uh, and I won't say tied to the Chinese government, but definitely within China, which means that they've they've got, they owe something to that government. Well, and, and even in the even in the uh the terms it's said flat out to track american citizens not for the purpose of advertising so like a lot of apps track you and it's just to see what store you're by so they can send you ads for that store or who you're by and, and where they shop so that you might they might be able to sell you more stuff that's fucked up too i'm not gonna lie but I can understand that aspect of it. That's capitalism. Like, welcome to America. But for TikTok to be tracking citizens and say it's specifically not for the means of advertising, then then what the fuck are the means for, motherfuckers? Like, you dirty fucking bastards. Like, and, and, and the people that, like, shrug this off and say, oh, I don't care if they're tracking me. Yeah, but what if they're tracking the child of an American general? What if they're tracking the children of of you know congress members 
uh, the president, you know, so you can, you, you, you go to figure that, you know, a fucking Joe Biden doesn't have a TikTok account, you know, but somebody riding in his fucking caravan probably has a fucking TikTok account, you know, and, yep. and you're okay with, with China having that fucking access and that information. Like it, it blows my mind. The amount of people that, that shrug off China as if, they don't look at them as as friendly, but they don't look at them as an adversary. You know, like if if TikTok was a Russian based fucking app, this shit would have been banned years ago, fucking years ago. Like, there's there's no way that if this this was owned by a Russian company, anybody would be tolerating this. There'd be big public outcry to fucking ban it and blah blah blah. But because it's China based, a lot of people. Just think like, oh yeah, China does China shit, but they're really not bad. We're not at war with China. We're not this and that. Like we are in an economic war with China, whether you want to admit it or not. Like we are in an economic war with fucking China. They do not do anything without thinking about how it's going to hurt our nation. Yeah. So so it- like like. This is just the fact that this story comes out and there is not a big push to ban it again. Like it doesn't revive that whole like let's ban TikTok thing. It's so frustrating. It's so fucking frustrating. It it is frustrating that, you know, we talk to enough nerds and stuff and people who understand like TikTok bad. uh, But there's just so many other people that like, you know, that I talk to and run into that they've just they've never heard any of the criticisms about TikTok. It's just like, no, 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 TikTok's fun. Like I scroll TikTok every night. It, it, it's just it's just so much fun. Well, yeah, it, maybe it is. I don't know, <laughs> but but you should know a, a few things about this. Like you should know what you're signing up to. I get it. Nobody's gonna read terms of service and stuff like that. But there there's enough information out there, and it just doesn't pick up any traffic any traction with with the average consumers. Uh, that why does it need a hundred more permissions than Facebook on your phone? Why does it need access to so many more things on your phone than Twitter? There's there's a reason you just you just don't want to know about it because you want to watch all the fun little videos. Well, you know, back to the to the previous story. Because of all this, we might get Vine back, motherfuckers. <laughs> like the, <laughs> the the OG short form entertainment fucking app Vine that that swept the nation and everybody loved that died right after its inception. Elon's bringing it back because Twitter owns it. And it's funny because Vine died because Twitter bought it and they thought short form entertainment was never going to take off. They thought thought it was never going to take off. They went all in on Periscope and live streaming, thinking live streaming was going to be the future. And so they killed Vine and everybody loved Vine. Like there's, there's been RIP Vine memes for fucking years, you know? And it's just crazy that short form entertainment has taken off the way it did. TikTok is is a horrible, horrible company to to run that that through. You know, Instagram has reels. There, that's another frustrating thing about it. You can watch these videos in other places. If we ban TikTok tomorrow, that fucking shitty dance yeah. that you're trying to learn and get famous off of is still going you to exist. Put it on YouTube Shorts. You put it on Instagram. You put it on somewhere you know, else. And I, I honestly hope that that Elon revives Vine and and takes takes a, a large chunk of money to lobby the but government. Instagram and YouTube never figured out 
how to make Becky feel special by getting her video to go viral to a quarter million people in week one. And that's what TikTok did that was brilliant, was they took they prioritized new accounts so that anybody who had new accounts and fresh postings and stuff like that, that they algorithmed the hell up like they had a big following. And people saw like, oh my goodness, 10,000 people just saw my video. I got five followers, but somehow 10,000 people just saw my video. I mean, Instagram might, they, not, Instagram might not do it do it well but like i have a couple shitty reels on my instagram account like i've i've gotten up to like nine thousand people that saw my reel like i don't feel special but like it i i've hidden some high numbers like of, of people seeing me do stupid shit so like honestly i i hope to god that we just ban this fucking app and we just say look go to vine go to youtube shorts go to instagram go somewhere but you ain't fucking coming here no more like it, like and 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 honestly we need to like like the chinese government is got to just be laughing their ass off as to how easy it is to manipulate our fucking country yeah they have to be dying like like in in the in the fact that not only are they manipulating our country we have a large portion of our country that that is actively fighting for their ability to keep doing it <laughs> which is so fucked up so fucked up well I think that's it. Yeah. Hashtag ban TikTok. And, <laughs> yeah, and, ban TikTok. And we're back. Ban TikTok. Yeah. In case you forgot, yeah. hashtag ban fuck China. China. <laughs> <laughs> we still own, we still own that tip. We, we're still team fuck China. So welcome back, everybody. That, that's a week in news. That's, a, that's us. We're back. Maybe a little long winded. Uh, we haven't had a chance to talk to each other for weeks. Yeah, I know. This, this is the only time this we talk the to only each time, other. Yeah, so. <laughs> this is the only time we talk to each other. So this is uh, this has been fun for me. I, uh, I I I got to talk to my little brother again for a little bit. So we'll try to do it again next week. Uh, life's still a little crazy, so we might have a couple more breaks coming up before we get back into a a regularly thing again. Um, but every t- chance we get to sit down and and talk about this shit together, we're going to record it and we're going to put it out there for you. Megan's going to keep churning out them book reviews and keep the engine running for us uh so i suggest you guys listen to those interviews find some new reading material um and then hang out again in the uh facebook group because that's what's really been keeping keeping everything alive as well is the fact that we have a, a pretty dope community in our in our uh nerd cantina private group um that share a lot of these stories and keep these conversations going even when we can't host the show so uh everybody head there and we'll be back next week all right Till then, nerds, see ya. See ya.